2: internet welcome to waypoints end of year celebration for the next couple of weeks we are going to be diving into some of our favorite games across something like 10 different podcast episodes uh really quick i'm just gonna break down what the format's gonna be in here and how it's gonna work uh so two weeks ago we sat down and we hammered out uh, our personal top 10 lists we kind of like basically figured them out barring some late game <laughs> late december changes yeah. i think yeah, uh-huh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Good
0: video games. Ugh. Ugh.
2: Impossible. Um, so things have been shaking up a little bit there, but we've had time to, to adjust, and we will continue to adjust probably. Um, we've taken a look at those lists, our top ten lists, and we've chosen five, six games that have shown up on you know, three or more people's lists. And what we're going to do is we're going to dedicate um, uh, an entire podcast to each of those games. Um, think of it as like a Waypoint 101 for our favorite games of 2018, if that makes sense um and so we're going to dig into those in these big group podcasts but you know it's also the case that i think a lot of us have games that maybe only we really loved uh there's a lot of games on each of our lists that only show up on our lists, and so we wanted to make sure that those don't get overlooked or that those only appear on the top 10 list on the site and so what we're also going to do is a set of uh, one-on-one interview podcasts between various members of the site kind of working through the lists and talking about the, the games that showed up on certain lists and why they showed up and why people love those games. And we want to make sure we have the ability to celebrate all the stuff that, that we really did love this year. Um, and all of that will be supported by on-site editorial. It'll have, uh, you know, we'll have some, some top 10 lists. We'll have trend pieces and pieces about things we saw in the world this year and things that we, that we liked and didn't like in the world of games and everything in between. And that'll be with us, uh, plus some freelancers who we really love to work with. That stuff, though, is going to be on pause right this second, because right now we have something else to do, which is talk about big monsters. I think maybe the first game that took off this year and that captured a lot of our attention and things that we really played a ton of, uh, often together, was Monster Hunter World. And so I'm here with Natalie Watson. Hi. And Patrick Klepik to Hello. talk about our love of killing big monsters.
0: Um, well, on the day you're recording this way. on the day of a new Godzilla trailer, so it new feels Godzilla like this is, yep. we're, plus, we're in synergy.
2: Plus DLC announcement for Monster Hunter World, um, mm-hmm. both a Geralt of Rivia uh, DLC. Yeah, Good. sure. Great pairing. The trailer's, uh, Geralt, the trailer's great. It's a good yeah, he does not like portals, That's is what I <laughs> understood. Um, and then also an announcement that in late 2019, uh, like fall 2019, we're going to get iceborn, icebound, ice Iceborn. Iceborn.
3: Iceborn. Which is
2: like snowy, icy it's stuff.
3: The... It's the snow PUBG map, but it's monster. <laughs> The <laughs> <totally> Monsters, yeah. <laughs> it's the. There's going to be park. some
0: re- some really big steps that those monsters leave behind.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, Jeez, big footprints. Um, so let's just set the stage a little bit. Uh, coming into this game, you know, I think it had shown pretty well at events. Uh, there was some buzz around it. We knew it looked pretty good. It had kind of looked like a next-generation main console Monster Hunter game, mm-hmm. which is something was,
0: people wanted for a long time, and Capcom had continually resisted. Like right. it's. It's weird now to look at Monster Hunter and be like, oh, yeah, like, this looks gorgeous, and it's on, you know, cutting-edge tech, and, like, that's great. It's, like, not, like, Monster Hunter has been on portable. I mean, it's, it started on the yeah. DS2. right, right, right. It but it became popular PSP. on the PSP, um, and then eventually kind of got bought by Nintendo through backroom deals, like, got it on the 3DS. Um, mm mm-hmm. And then had some popularity on the Wii, but, like, it's 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 largely been a platform in a lot of ways often, if not hindered, but, like, uh, it just, just uh, didn't care about technology. It was kind of right. just focused on its own thing in its own lane. And
2: uh, along with that, I think there was also this feeling that it was impenetrable. If yeah. you didn't have someone to guide you into Monster Hunter and get you over those initial hurdles, if you weren't closely following a guide, it was really hard to get in, into the game. And I know this, I'm speaking from experience not just from kind of popular belief yeah. that like, I tried so many times to try to get into Monster Hunter. Yeah. Um, I, and I never played a PS2 game. I always wanted to. But then once it was on PSP, once it was on Wii, like, or Wii U, I think was the one that I tried to play. Like
0: I think the Wii I, U one was the one that a lot of people, including myself, tried to like, yeah. okay, I'm going to... I got a lot of friends that love this series. Like, I'm i want to do it. I, I, don't, then, I, was on a, I was on a kick at Giant Bomb at the time. where like, I'm gonna play games that our community has like really wanted us to cover. And rather than just being snide about it, I'm mm-hmm. gonna like actually like put in put in the work. And I remember like spending like 15 hours trying to play that Wii U Monster Hunter, being like, I think I see what people get, but like I didn't, cro- I didn't, I wasn't able to cross over. It was just sort of a, an intellectual understanding of the game as yes. opposed to like actually giving my heart over to it.
2: Natalie, was, did you have a similar situation where you kind of on the outside of the? Yeah, series?
3: I was definitely. My brother was a huge Monster Hunter fan and uh, tried to get me in on Generations when it was on the 3DS. And so I tried playing Generations by myself and with him like several times, and just could nothing clicked. Like mm-hmm. I felt like I was David and Goliath, but the. But I don't win. Right. But <laughs> I don't you know. know right. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. like yeah. I it was just it, impenetrable is like the right word for it because it just seemed so over my head. Like if I just didn't have some innate knowledge of this game, then there was gonna be no way of me getting in. Right. Um, even with like you know, playing alongside my brother who had already like sort of internalized the pacing and the feeling and the and the combat structure of uh, Monster Hunter, so it was it was hard, and that's why I was so surprised when I was playing it at the beginning of this year. And You were just
2: like, I liked this a lot. Yeah, was it out the gate? Did you immediately respond pretty well to it? Or did, was uh, there like a moment that brought you on board?
3: Probably watching y'all stream it because I was playing it a little bit on my own, and I was like feeling pretty defeated because you can play that game for a while on your own, and but. It is really, really scary to be by yourself up against these colossal creatures, um, especially when, like, their size is just so, like, viscerally felt by you. Like, yeah. you are this is something you wrote a lot about and you guys talked a lot about when you were playing the game. It's just, like, how little you really felt in comparison to these, like l- – Ginormous creatures that were living and breathing and interacting with their own environment just yeah. as much as you were trying to interact with them and the environment as well. Yeah, that's definitely
2: like one of the early moments is like realizing, and I know that this isn't a new thing necessarily in no. the series, but there were ways in which the extra fidelity. Having it on a modern console mm-hmm. with all of that power, let them do some stuff that like I'd never seen them do in past games. Even when I watch gameplay footage, mm-hmm. things like uh, a monster dipping itself in the mud to form like a hard rock shell yeah. that d- that keeps it safe, or, or even
3: a monster like going after another one. Like you right. were initially going after one, and then. Like someone else comes along and takes care of it for you or the or opposite, interfe- right? Yeah, right, 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 or right, interferes totally, yeah. with what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah,
2: some of those moments um, where where you know the, for me, it's like there's an early moment for me where one of the uh, one of the there's two different types of dragon. I always forget the name of the names of Rathian, Rathian and Rathalos are those the two of the same type of dragon. Yeah um, uh, ended up like fighting each other on top of the first or, you know actually what it was it was the anjanath which is like the T-Rex, mm-hmm. the fire T-Rex fighting a Rathian at the top of the forest stage, yeah, uh, the ancient forest and seeing that fight happen, seeing like the wall break and the floodwater come down. Like I knew that stuff was in the game. I'd seen the trailers and stuff, but for whatever reason it still felt incredible to see that for the first time because it made me feel so small. Yeah. in, in and because they they were so there was such a, a like similitude in terms of convincing me that they were agents in their own. Yeah, rights. that
3: this is an ecosystem, right, That exactly. is like operating with or without you. Yes. Um, and it just felt it didn't feel it felt so natural and unscripted, like the like w- I was dropped into a sort of sandbox with yeah. just systems in place with however they might interact, may you know happen. It was just like so sort of spont felt so spontaneous, right. and also that yes, this is how this this ecosystem would work if I wasn't here, or right. how it would... They would op- be fighting. They'd yeah. Be
2: like, like you know, in a pissing match over territory. They'd yeah. They'd be, like, trying to one-up each other. Yeah. Patrick, did you have a moment early on that was like, this is when I know
0: I love this game? No, it was a pretty gradual process. I don't know if I had, like, a clicking moment necessarily. Um, I'm Probably the streams was when, like, it started... Connecting for me, like yeah. I, I enjoyed playing it by myself, but often that was I was only playing it by myself because that was the option in front of me, as opposed to what I actually wanted mm. uh, to do. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it was getting over. I mean, it, as, as streamlined as Monster Hunter World is, like it gets over a lot of the interface. You know, it's actually similar, I think, arc to uh, Dark Souls in a way in which it's yes. like, okay, yeah. like what is actually the humps that you want the player to get over to sort of, like, feel a sense of achievement. And then what are the things that are just, like, bad legacy? We're doing this because it's the way we've always done it. And I think there's actually still miles to go for for the Monster Hunter series. I I would love it if Iceborne, rather than, like, whatever Monster Hunter World 2 is, which is probably going to be something that comes for, like, the next-gen machines. Uh, Mm -hmm. But, like, I'd love love for them to take another pass at that stuff because even... after playing whatever we played you know 40 to 60 hours of it there were still lots of things that felt inscrutable and i was looking up guides and i still never quite internalized what i was do or why certain armor i should be wearing or not
2: and also wearing
3: the narrative itself i mean i don't know if you had let's let's wrap around there
2: are some bigger conversations around the narrative and like the it's it's like brand of weird colonialism but on the on the brand of just like gear gear and weaknesses like we were streaming the game and had like an excel spreadsheet we would pull up in the middle of our streams (laughs) and i'm so torn on that stuff because on one hand i like the inscrutability once the base like i like i like getting to a point where it's like i can i can force my way and like kind of strong arm my way against a lot of enemies but against Mm -hmm. these special ones like i need to know what their weaknesses are i need Mm -hmm. to spec for it um, I just wish some of that information was a little clearer in the game itself.
0: It could be. There's no reason for that stuff to be right. hidden on a on a Reddit thread um, because all that is suggesting is – so there should be inscrutability that rewards, like, careful observation. And preparation. Like, pe- and preparation yeah. that is achievable by anyone just playing and observing the game as it is. And then, mm-hmm. of course, there's going to be communities surrounding any game that are going to – branch out in different ways. But the information that those communities cull together should, that should be, like, for high level. That should be for, like... The rarest. You know, the, the rare... The, 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 right, right, right. Post-game but, like, what we're talking continent. about was, like, in order to go... Or to get through the the main story, right? Like, to get through the main set of creatures before you're starting to get into just collecting armor and doing variants and things like that. At least, yeah. for like, the base level version of the game that we were playing in January and February. Like, there are... If you weren't fully understanding the weaknesses you were putting yourself at such a disadvantage yeah. in fights where like you could brute force your way through the first 20 hours of that game and then it, you hit a certain corner which is probably connected to when you achieve that certain hunter rank where you can start going after like the real armor and some of the more interesting creatures mm-hmm. uh, where you do need to, to to go after those outside sources because they are basically critical to your understanding and that's that's the legacy stuff that I think that series needs to shed that like it got in a weird way, it managed to paper over a lot of that stuff because uh-huh. it was it was already so bad and inscrutable. And then when you gave it the big aesthetic upgrade, people were just transfixed. And like, it was just a much better game overall. Like yeah. by 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 even non like you know we're non fans coming into it, but my friends that have been with the series for forever were you know equally uh, bowled over by by this one. Um, but I think some of that stuff like. Gets you to forget like how much more that they could do to I think just sort of like elevate the found like the, the base level understanding for a wider variety of players. Yeah,
2: I think that there is there's so much there. I mean, is this Patrick? You were saying before we started that did you buy a second monitor? So that you no, could...
0: so I have uh, <laughs> I have a spare monitor. Okay. So I have a, two monitors in my uh, on my desk, and I've I've thought about getting a third one. That was. For Twitter, so that rather than tabbing over to Twitter, I could just turn my eye, because I think actually psychologically it would get me to check it less because it's not. I don't, of, I, don't yeah. if, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that. I don't ooh, know if that theory is true. I have. I have some <laughs> suspicions that it might not be, but I'd have to get something that puts it on the wall. Blah blah blah. Anyway, I just never gotten around to doing it. Um, and then around the time that we were playing Monster Hunter, and we were hitting a point where I think there was a slight gap between you and me, yeah. and we needed to, to to close that, and so. I think it was, like, the playoffs of football. The Bears were terrible. That's how far we have come in a year. Um, and so I would still have football on, and I was like, oh, but I want to playing Monster right. Runner. But I work at my desk all day, all week, and I don't. I just don't like to sit there when I play games. And so I dragged out this monitor <laughs> that doesn't have uh, – there's no speakers associated with it. Like, it just takes an input. And so I can't listen gotcha. to anything unless I was to use headphones on my – uh, controller like, dual whatever. shock. But whatever, like if I'm grinding shit out, like I don't need to hear the sound effects. When I'm just fighting the T-Rex, the, the Anjanath for like the 20th time, <laughs> like I'm just going through the motions. And so right. I had this monitor set up Well, football was on the TV, and I'm just sitting there, like, just grinding through Anjan F, hoping I get an Anjan F Fang Plus. Right, um, right, to get your upgrade. Which,
2: again, is an achievement of this game. Like, that, to me, is one of the things that suggests... Because I hate this. We all, like... You go back through my work, I have, like,
0: talked, like, that is not respecting my time. Monster in a World does not respect my time (laughs) in the ways... It's
2: it's one of those games that blows up that entire phrase, right? The, The entire argument of, like, oh, I hate it when a game doesn't respect my time. Like... I have always kind of chafed at it because sometimes you play a game like this, which does those things, but you're enjoying doing it. You want yeah. to keep doing it. There's something of. in it. So- yeah, for a yeah, while. yeah. 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 Like, yeah. For
0: a while. There was a period, but there was, because there's like this rough tension between, and, is the combat uh, itself so enjoyable that the repetition is like, it's, it's doesn't, not like, it doesn't feel like repetition. In it fact. doesn't feel like, it just yeah, feels yeah. like I'm going into combat over and over again eventually, like, the 13th time, I just wanted the fucking Anjanet Fang Plus to drop. Yes. Like, the game should have recognized that, like, yo, he's been doing this for a while. Like, (laughs) I don't know. Like, some sort of way where I could have fought a variant that just... And I know that, like, they you hit it in the face more often, like, I was doing all the fucking things, and the drops just weren't going. And that's where it's like, oh, this is why I constantly harp on this. Because there's a fine line between... The, the repetition and the grind like being part of your attraction to it. Because I, mm-hmm. I totally understand there are some people that actually enjoy just the sheer repetitive action because it's sort of like listening to a podcast or white noise. It's just a thing to do yeah. that, is, that is pleasurable. I tend to I tend to not enjoy stuff like that ever. And mostly I was only doing that because I just needed the gear to get on to the next thing because that's the build that I was doing or I right. needed a certain weakness uh uh for some fight that I was gearing up for. And... Once I'd done it 15, 20 times, like, okay, yo, this isn't fun anymore. Now I'm just angry at the drops not going my way. Right. And that's around the time when I started l- losing interest in the game because so much of the high level of that game then becomes just fighting variants to get, like, higher level drops. I'm, like, yeah. oversimplifying what people do in the high level. But, like, a lot of it is just, like, filling out your collection of armor sets. And, like, I have zero interest in that life. But, like, that 40, 50 hours, like, till I hit – I'm still mad. That's a lot. of, I know
2: we're like three fights off. I looked it up today. We have we got through Kushala D'Ora, who's like the steel wind. I would say Pokemon. That was a fucking awesome fight. Yeah, yeah. Is that the one?
0: That's the. Is that the one where we were like hitting the the ice spikes, like to have to fall it? No, that
2: was Nurgagante, which was also an awesome fight. Like our video of beating Nurgagante was was so so fun, so good. It was me and Danica, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Danica played a lot of that end game because me
0: and Danica tried to do it on our own. You did this and got our. Or was that the one before that? was that? The,
2: No, so the one before it, you and I, I think, just beat. Then Kushala Daora, just you and Danica tried, who was the steel dragon. And yeah, the and we steel just got our ass. One. And, and had then the all three of us like, One hit it. away. Yeah, totally. Uh, and all three of us did it, and we did it, and that was great.
3: Because Danica's really good at, like, figuring out what you needed to bring. Oh, yeah. In terms of, like, okay, bring this many, like, traps or totally. this type of, like... Which, again, stuff like, we never would have played
2: yeah. or done in other games. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right.
1: The number one financial destination, YahooFinance.com.
0: No, and,
2: and, I mean fundamentally, multiplayer games was not a thing. Patrick, you and I do a lot of. Nope. Um, we did last year with PUBG. This year we yep. did it with Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. Those are exceptions to the rule. Where yeah. like normally I'm playing games late at night. I'm just kind of like zoning out and playing single player stuff or playing multiplayer things, but in a solo mode. And so like this this bringing me in felt great. I you know for my part. I, like, you kind of fell off and felt the repetition of combat eventually, but it was that, it was that combat that first brought me in. It's very funny because, like, there is a, there is, you can watch the fight that convinced me I liked Monster Hunter because it's in the video review that Danielle cut together from my, by, my written review. Um, There's a fight against this thing called the Odagaron, which is, like, this weird, like, muscle-bound, skinless, undead corpse dog. Um, which is oh, right, somehow yes. grosser than what I just said. <laughs> it mm-hmm. has, like, extra claws. It's wild. And It's, so, like, five or six minutes into this review, I, like, narrate my experience fighting this thing. And there's a specific hit. There's, like, literally, it's also, there's a gif of it in my review. Mm-hmm. There's a specific moment where with the Switch Axe, by the way, Switch Axe for Life, uh, <laughs> where I hit it, and, like, the, the feeling of connecting with it was, like, sickening, But but... Like just somehow completely brought me into the moment because of the animation and, and the kind of the way the animation pauses when you get that hit in and
0: yeah. uh, the, the the
2: feeling of like weight. dunk,
0: dunk, 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 yes. dunk when you're like getting those like hits in a row. That
2: stuff all completely brought me in and it did, what it did, what I realized in talking about other games this year, yeah. I mean, we, we, did, we did Fortnite Fortnite this year, which is so long ago.
3: Damn, it's so hard I to even think about this. I cannot believe that was this I know, year.
2: right? And so we did that this year. And one of my big things with Fortnite was like, I don't like that. And this is talking about the game eight months ago. I think the game has changed in that time. Yeah. But when we were playing it, every fight came down to like end of the match, either a build fest or a shotgun, like jumping around in circles fast. Mm-hmm. They've obviously diversified that game in a lot of ways and in ways I think are really cool. But at the time, my thing was like, I don't feel like I can tell a fun story about this so many of my Monster Hunter fights had this narrative element to them. Systems-driven narrative stuff mm-hmm. where, like, we were down to our, lo- our last healing Yeah, it's healing like desperate, thing. like absolute yes. desperation yes.
3: where you are literally, and I think this is like something you explicitly outlined in your review where you're literally just, like, I think, I think you say that you're, like, flailing and just desperate to make any connection because it is like when some of the enemies they're they're moving around so quickly that and if you have like a particular build that is like kind of slow and like just like drawn out with each action like just looking for that one connection is like so crucial to like hopefully get that stun and hopefully get a couple more hits in exactly
2: Which is not the feeling... I mean, that was another uh, huge thing for it's just, like, the weapon diversity. The feeling that, like, I'm going to learn... I'm going to learn Charge Blade. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to fucking learn this weapon. I'm going to learn the the gun lance. Like, I'm just going to learn it. I'm going to figure out what's cool about it. Or or I'm not. And then I'm going to go into play with Patrick, who is going to have this hammer that I've never seen before, because I've never played with it. And he's going to do this weird, spinny hammer (laughs) dunk. And I'm just going to be like, yo, this is the coolest shit! And so, like, those moments... So much of that goes into the animation. So yeah. much of that goes into the sound work. So much of that goes into, like, honestly, even the music. The swell when the when the yeah. fight starts to turn, yeah. and the or- the orchestra suddenly is there, and like, oh, we got this. Just push through. Just push through. I know you only have two yeah, more healing items. Yeah, because your
3: cues are are only like going to be the actual like the animations of the the creatures themselves and then the music yep that's it because totally. you don't have health bars you right. don't have like po- poisoned or you know there's totally. there's no sort of like status effect labels on anything so it's all about inferring and like learning and getting to know the creatures themselves and their act like their motions and what's typical and what's not typical <laughs> yeah. yeah
2: totally and crossing your fingers yeah. right or also well, or...
0: like that's when uh, when danica and i uh brutally lost that fight the reason it was so heartbreaking was because we didn't die mm-hmm. we ran out of time and so oh, I, yeah at the, in the I moment the i remember being like what a bullshit design idea like putting a time like we didn't die like we we just we we're literally hits away from killing this fucking thing we just ran out of time and it flies away but it's one of those you're you're so mad when it doesn't go your way but it's also like so critical to why the game works because in a world yeah. where you lift that timer like it's a it's a weight that is sitting on you every time you miss yeah is like lost time like every time that you like instead of going for the the easy hit and you like do the wind up or you're trying to jump off a wall and you just fucking whiff yeah and then it, it takes sucks. you and then you like I, it's gonna be two or three minutes until like i get an opportunity again unless like i take a big risk like those is every time you curse it you're not realizing that it's actually blessing you yeah, yeah, yeah like it's the whole reason the game or one of the big contributions to the to the, to the way the game even operates and, and has constant tension and on your on your weapon point i remember so i actually I, I i go back so i thought i didn't have a moment where things changed the way things changed was that the weapon that people recommended you play oh to right start was the with dual blades? Dual blades, like, yeah, Twin yeah, that's what I played. Twin yeah, blades, yeah. like it's supposed to be a lot of people saying like the closest analog to like, hey, I, pl- I played character action we'll games, play Devil May Cry I, or whatever. I played Devil May Cry, like which I, I play, I play and like, like a lot of games like that. Uh, if you're like Dark Souls, like you know, there's some analogs there in terms of the, to the combat structure. Like that's going to be like your easiest way in. And to a certain degree, like it was, like I understood the controls and I guess I got a sense of the flow. But I just found them so boring. like yeah. just no like 10 hours in I'm like yeah Twin Blades was super repetitive I can't do this anymore and I've heard from people that actually like swear by the Twin Blades. That like as they that weapon set goes along like you get some more variety there that's really interesting and they like the fact that it's as fast as it is but I basically like put out a call that was like I'm losing like I can see I'm I'm losing this game yeah um and someone uh, in one of the discords that you and I are in, uh, uh, Austin, I think, said, like, "We'll try the hammer. Like, that's, it's a really fun, satisfying, like, high difficulty, like, big risk-reward yeah. weapon. And I was like, all right. And I just found that to be just like, oh, my. Like, it, it completely changed the game for me. Like, I just, like, fell in love with the, the idea of, like, the big wind-up and the big swing. And, like, when you do connect. It's you,
2: very you Chicago in... of you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know? Uh, I just go for the big swing. And, like. When, when when it connects and you like just knock the creature the fuck out yeah. and like your whole team Ugh. is like cheering because then everyone can get in there with their other <laughs> weapons like that's such a cool role yeah. to like I, I found the role that I liked in the group um, and that's that is absolutely the, the moment that the game crystallized for me and I think this is probably true for a lot of people where maybe you do switch weapons but I think it's probably at least for the people that I knew played the game they eventually settled on sort of a weapon, maybe two, but often just one, that they was like, all right, we're going into a maybe you play around with three or four different ones, but we're going in for the fight. Like what is the one that you can be counted on so we know everybody's roles and that it is so critical to to settle on that weapon in which is so different from when I would play other games where I just kinda even the Souls games, like I kinda I'll just kind of shift around. Like in Bloodborne I shifted halfway to like that the sword, uh, short sword and the hammer. the kirk um, yeah, yeah, And I, and I and maybe I'm finding a pattern here, but um, but <laughs> yeah, I, hmm. I'm just saying. Gen, but hmm. but generally, I don't like care that much about like the weapon I end up going with. I'm, I'm like okay, switching and moving on. But like Monster Hunter is very much like you find a, a player identity with the weapon that feel just feels right for you.
2: Totally, I, I think that's like such a huge part of the breadth of expressivity. You know, I also, I think Dark Souls probably set the stage for a lot of people here. Bloodborne and Dark Souls brought people into this like more deliberate, uh animation like long animations you're stuck in mm-hmm. uh c- combat style that opened the door for for monster hunter world to really make a splash this year and like so that's that's a, a part of its success but I, I think playing it really helped open the door for me in, in my mind about the breadth of possible types of expressivity and player the, the ways in which as a player i can be like creative in combat in a game like this and i i i'm going to it's funny it's like i'm going to keep thinking about that stuff as i go forward Like i'm playing ashen right now i really 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 love ashen but the it has so little in terms of how many different types of movesets i can do how you know uh, maybe not so little but like i spent most of that game basically going between a club and an axe that both have had very similar movesets Mm -hmm. um you know maybe this one does an uppercut and this other one does like a a dashing hit on its charge attack. But basically, their movesets are very similar. Um, uh, but I, what's interesting is, like, also while playing Ashen, I finally hit a point at the end, towards the end, where I got this, like, weird, like, spiked club that does, like, a thrust and then a pull out, And then, oh. like, and does extra damage. And in that moment... When I first did it, I realized I was a, I was appraising those weapons in a way similar to the way I was appraising Monster Hunter weapons, even more than Dark Souls weapons. Because Dark Souls weapons all have their own unique movesets, pretty much. Um, and so so it's one of those things where Monster Hunter has made me more conscious of this desire of mine. Whereas when I played Dark Souls games in the past, Bloodborne's maybe a little bit more was was more like I was way more invested in my weapon because Bloodborne is... Has, well, there are fewer. There are fewer right? like and blood, they all Bloodborne are so made... specific.
0: Yeah, like there's... A, whereas in, in Dark Souls, like there's... Just, swords there's like well swords and there's like nine thousand different right. swords okay. right like maybe maybe like there's a the charge special is different but yeah but like but like whereas bloodborne i think smartly like i prefer the bloodborne model of like whittle it down to 12 that are like really iconic and like highly differential so that your weapon becomes part of your identity and also dark souls is different in that uh over time that series essentially made armor you could ignore it. Like, there's a whole reason, there's a whole subgenre called Fashion Souls, which is just where you just embrace the, ignore the stats on any given weapon uh, unless you're, like, going for, like, heavy, medium, like, light build. Like, that's about it. Otherwise, just put on what the hell ever makes you look look good because it really doesn't make that... In a fight, the difference between, like, plus five and zero is, like, not gonna make a huge difference in the outcome. And that's actually one of the things that's, like, interesting about Monster Hunter is because the fashion part of it is a huge component. But then it's also so deeply built into the repetition aspect, and that's actually where it lost me on that part. And maybe that's just because of the way I play games, the way I cover games, the amount of time I have well, right. for any specific game. Also, January versus...
2: ended and more games started coming out.
0: Well, that's what killed it for all of us, right? Yeah. Like, there were so many games that came out at that moment that we got splintered to the winds. Um, I can't. What's the game that you had to pick up from there? That Because like... you got pulled off at first. Was it I want Far to Cry was it like? Yeah, I think, I think it was, yeah, it, was, it probably Far cry was Far Cry for me because we decided that you wanted to review it, yeah. and it's like I I remember like asking several times like, well, we should find time because like we're gonna lose we're gonna lose this yeah. and then we're not gonna beat this game. And we, that, that's that's <laughs> exactly happened. what happened.
2: Thanks, Far Cry. And it was not
0: <laughs> and it was not worth it for that Far Cry game at all. I don't
2: know that review did all right.
0: <laughs> well, I know, but I just mean in like. The cosmic was it was, it <laughs> no, worth, it? It was no, worth it? It was not worth it. It was
2: not worth it. One hundred percent was not worth it. Um, I'd love to get back to it. Going back, Natalie, to a point you were starting to raise before about things we'd like to see improved. Right? Yeah. Like, obviously, I think there's a lot we could talk about on the combat and the usability, the UI, and all that stuff. And I think that stuff will come. But one of my one of the questions I definitely have is like, will they? they've told a lot of different stories inside of the space of monster hunter. They've done the stories that are about conservationism. They've mm-hmm. done the stories that are about a local group being overrun by monsters that have been experimented on, or that have been mm-hmm. you know, driven, driven into, into a wild and, and angry and dangerous state because of XYZ thing. This was not that story. This story was your group going West on a boat to a, to the new land to get stuff that you think is cool and bring it home. Um, and It doubles down on that in weird ways all the way through to the end. I've watched all the cutscenes of this game, and like it, there are moments at which it's interested in like the human ecological impact. But by and large, it it is a game about like going to a new land, learning it, and conquering it, and taking what you can. And like Monster Hunter will always be about taking stuff from monsters yeah. to turn into weapons for you to kill more monsters. Yeah. But I still think that there's a lot of space there to tell that story better. Does that make yeah. sense?
3: Or at least interrogate with it, sure. like, more, I don't know, more astutely. Like, instead of sort of, like, posing the grand, larger question without directly engaging with it, I think there is space to to engage with it somehow and that's one of the reasons why doing the single like playing it alone felt so bad because Mm. it felt so selfish like it was just me like one against this like this large creature and all everything I was taking was for myself and so that's one of the things that like (gasps) because I remember when I was first watching y'all play it I was like just gutted every time like watch it. it it is it is so fucking sad to yeah, like, because see... they're
2: so lifelike
3: they're so lifelike and you see when you see like the first like rathalos or whatever you you fight and it's just like limping away and you're like just in like like i don't know it's like it doesn't feel good it mm-hmm. doesn't feel good to like take the life away from these creatures who are just living like they're just like Like this is not like the case where you are doing some sort of conservationism or There's, doing... like, a little
2: bit of it in terms it's of... It's a little like bit Murid of, like, the, there's, whole like, thing some like... like,
3: been overrun. It's, like, corrupting. Right. So there's, like, there right. like there are monsters that are, like, acting out of order than they yes. normally would. Yeah. And so, but... but... like, the
2: end goal isn't, like, and now we're good. We saved this place. Let's get the fuck out. The end goal is we stop the corrupting influence so that this new hunting ground stabilizes yeah. so we can stay here yeah. and keep hunting these things. Yeah,
3: yeah, exactly. And that's why... Moving into playing it with other people made it feel a yeah, little bit better because at least I was sharing in the resources that I got from right. The I mean, like literally,
2: my my chest in at home in Monster Hunter World is full of shit I will never use. Yeah, because I'm not trying to make anything out of the bat fur. Or and there's, and
3: you can't repurpose it <laughs> no, in just, any other way. And I think like you can boil it you,
2: down into like into
0: yeah, like really? you can make those items. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that I think it's basically like. Oh, you mean
3: the like the like the trap like. Trap. There's
0: there's like that big
3: cauldron. Yeah, there's, like, there's
2: the
0: cat. Isn't there? Yeah, the cauldron. You just with the cat. Right. Toss
2: some shit in that cauldron. Like there's like a witch or I don't fucking yeah, yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah, whatever. In my mind, it's a witch. It's probably not a witch, but it's there could be. There's witches in that game. There are. So
0: also, let's remember, like they one of the ways to grind out shit in that game is to just go into an arena. Oh yeah. Made to just beat the shit out of these cre like that's. Um, that's what it's at it's th- that most
2: was, cynical and worst yeah. yeah
0: that yeah like those for me Fuck. like w- where you were like signing up it's like well i just need this thing this guide online says the best way to do it is to do this arena and the arena is just like <laughs> yo we captured a monster out in the wilderness it was just with its babies and then we took it here and then do you want to beat pull this lever beat this shit out of it?
2: it on a dragon spear on the, like a Couldn't twisty we- corkscrew <laughs>
0: Can we just like we got magic can't we just put it to sleep like seems like a more sensible way to like if we're are
2: yeah, cool
3: w- ways to go about this no
2: in the world of monster Hunter, the only ethos is like you get what you what you can kill in yeah. the arena of life and so give it a chance
0: to defend itself I hate it me too
3: I <laughs> hate it there's, so much. there's
0: gotta be a better
2: there's, there's gotta a, be a there's
3: better, a better way. framing yeah. they're
0: not gonna do it though like I, I I have no zero what's zero what's less than zero like expectations that like we're gonna get like a better narrative framing around how it treats the creatures. I mean, like I would love to be surprised. I just this has been the series from day one, right? Like, yeah, like I has said, there I been think any, that there's... any any budging at all in the last ten. Yeah, but season? just there's because have. the
3: series has been a series doesn't mean it can't innovate. I'm not. I'm not like... suge-
0: I am not suggesting it couldn't change. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's yeah. it to change. I yeah. I'm deeply cynical and see no reason for them. To budge on something that
3: is a successful is, formula is a low that prior-
0: is successful yeah. and low priority in the grand scheme of things that they probably want to change about the game. Yeah. I am not suggesting that it's not su- actually like surprisingly easy to like adjust the framing of this to at least at the I think as we're saying at the very least acknowledge like what's going on a little bit. I just don't listen. It would shock. I would. I would be happy if like Iceborne found a way to like or even if you frame it a little bit that like. just suggest that like what these people are doing is maybe wrong is like a step in that direction Um, the anime there's a better way the anime
2: is about a boy I think it's a boy, a little boy, who rides dragons, who rides monsters. But that's a taboo mm-hmm. skill because he's from a monster hunting society. And so he has to, like, he, he has to, like, or that village has to, like, stay away. So from it's just the how the, to train your dragon? how to train okay, your so dragon. But also though. fighting dragons who've been corrupted by the dark blight or whatever. So, like, At least he has a dragon. homie. Yeah, At least there's, yeah. like, I don't know. Yo, let me, let me ride an Anjanath into battle. I'm trying to say, let me have a pet a in the next full thing where you could capture uh, an. Animal. This is worse. This is dog fighting. I'm just <laughs> gonna make it because this is gonna end with me putting my on Oh, you mean it's Pokemon? It's Pokemon, right? Exactly. Like, and I get it. Like, I know there are people listening who are like. Ugh, why do they have to, like, go so deep on all this shit? Because, like, we're interested in it. Because I think games tell stories, and they do that both through their systems and their narratives. And there's a huge realm of possibility. They made a really good game. Yeah. They, could, they have the the breadth of what they could make is infinite. Yeah. Um. Why not make the version of this that engages with these ideas, especially around, like, colonialism, especially around going to a new world where there are, like, tribal people who are there who, like, you can kind of, like... Kowtow into giving you their techniques and shit. Yeah. it's a low bar. It's not what a what high saying, bar right? exactly. like, it's,
0: like like to 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 put in the the work here to even just do the tacit acknowledgement of like what you're playing with is it's not a lot. Like, and also no asking,
2: there are people who are going to hear this and who did hear it and go like, it's Japan. Japan's never had. Native Americans to deal with. That's a different thing. <laughs> Japanese culture has absolutely <laughs> has a history of indigenous people being stepped on and pushed out by a a, 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 a a dominant class of people from the city. Like, look into the Ainu, look into the like, history of indigenous cultures around yeah. the world. This isn't, like, a western thing. And
3: like, also fucked up practices with oh, yeah. like, like food industries. 100%. And, uh, 100%.
2: That's so what I'm saying. Like, past, past Monster Hunter games have done different things here. Yeah. Past Monster Hunter games have leaned more and the, the manga has leaned more into the conservationism stuff. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see them do that in the in the main series, mm-hmm. um, especially be just especially because when you make a system and to make a game that so conveniently so so consistently communicates a feeling of life mm-hmm. and feeling of like oh wow these are creatures in and of themselves. I think that's especially true with something like Nurkagante, who like. Nurgagante was so so well rendered that it, that that I didn't feel bad killing Nurgagante. I felt bad nah, killing even a doggeron who like was the creepy corpse dog because it was like it was hurt. It was like yeah. it was like like really hurt and sick by the time I was done hitting it with my axe. Yeah. Whereas Nurgante had such a cruelty in, yeah. in his design and the way that he like moved around the world, yeah. and the way that he was targeting elder dragons. Yeah, like hell yeah, I want to kill Nurgante.
3: But the but the but the creature is like rushing back to their nests and like trying to hide from you and you're just like I'm coming coming. (laughs) knock 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 (laughs) like
0: what if I mean even if they had you can imagine you can even (laughs) imagine systems (laughs) you tired? you tired? (laughs) now
2: you tired (laughs) bop they're sleeping and all of us coming up with bombs and putting them at the head of the fucking animal who's gonna hit it who's gonna (laughs) hit it hit that shit boom 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 boom. that's terrible it's horrible it's terrible I had a great time um and that is what if you I mean
0: what if you had systems that like acknowledged like you could have systems that were related to like your item gathering and your hunting that acknowledged like you were having an impact on the ecosystem yeah totally like there are ways that like this series barely has a fucking narrative to begin with, right? Like, it's really not important. So it's, like, I don't even know if that's even the way to go about it. it, But there are ways to imagine where it's, like, overhunting or over... You keep hunting these Anjanaths. Like, I mean, there are ways where, like, they're not there anymore. And, like, that means you need to go do a mission so you can just wait for it to cycle through. But, like, I think there are, like, there are, could be smart and interesting ways in which the game tries to reflect what you're doing in the ecosystem Uh in which... You're related to resources coming in and out, and like ways that maybe you could like completely taint like an area based on what you. I don't.
3: know. I just yeah, think there, climate there change. There are.
0: Th- yeah, it's true. Climate change.
3: Make climate think change a mechanic in in the next Monster Hunter Super Short world term, world
2: <laughs> immediate turnaround. Yeah, right. I, you know, I think there are ways that
3: icebound. Ice How
2: bound. did it oh, get icy? Shit. Yo, Yo. what's well, the end of icebound? Is you've melted all the ice? It's Iceborne. Ice, ice, whatever. Born. Whatever. Listen. <laughs> Whoa, Natalie wow. is galaxy breaking. So you
0: want them to take their narrative seriously? And you can't just remember the name of their expansion. Geralt's there, and he's like,
2: he was "I came through this this portal. Why is everything so icy here? Hmm. I better
3: heat things up. But I wonder if there's better any hot a witches a hot around. Bath.
2: It's me, Geralt of Rivia. I hate uh, it. I think that's gonna be. Can he...
3: Yeah, what's up, Patrick? Huh?
0: Is he going to put his feet in a hot tub? Oh, I know? hope so. Oh, if they don't put Geralt in a fucking hot tub.
3: Give me the tub, gag. Immediately. On a fucking ice mountain. On an
2: ice mountain, just like steaming. Geralt's out sooner than that. It would, get, it it not, would be...
0: no, th- You know what? What they should do is when Geralt wants to prep for that battle, yeah. you got to go up to the yes. top and get your food out of that big old pot, yep. right? Just, <laughs> just, put just him climb in the pot. Give me that food. Give me that, <laughs> Give me that chicken. Um. Bennett's body um. presents. Um. <laughs> Geralt in a tub, <laughs> just and he's just getting over. Can you just do a cut scene of him like do 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 do? and he's just ripping out of a piece ah, of chicken. Rah, rah, rah. No, instead
3: of that, just put like bath bombs, which oh. like give you different modifiers, Ooh. and you just see Geralt like Hell yeah. fizzing it up. Yep. in the bath,
2: just chilling out, just
3: chilling out, <laughs> just chilling out that? getting that fucking shout out to
2: Geralt taking baths, you know. Ch- shout out to taking I baths. Take, I bath, love baths. Baths are great. Underrated. You know what? Underrated. podcast.
3: Baths are great. I'm
2: so into that. <laughs> you ever go to a hotel and it has a gigantic tub? And That's you're like, the shit. And you're like, I could just disappear in here. That
3: is the shit. <laughs> Shout-outs. Calling up room service. Send me Yo. four more bottles of that shower gel. I'm making a fucking bubble bath.
2: <laughs> Game of the year 2019. <laughs> trying to have a good bath. <laughs> With Geralt. Love it. All right. I think we are all the way off topic now. Any final thoughts on Monster Hunter before we wrap up?
0: Uh, I, I mean, outside, we talked a lot about the narrative stuff that we'd like to see them address in the future. I'm curious for both of you. Yeah. Like, so that we're going to get Iceborne, which my guess is going to be like, you know, the, before the sequel. So like yes. there'll probably be a lot of like overhauls, especially if it's coming next fall. Yeah. Like, There's time. It seems like it's going to be a, a huge update. New so what would you... Um, yeah. What would you... Well, I guess even like bigger than that. Like what would you like to see them like do to push the series forward in any...
2: I think uh one big, big, big one is the sort of onboarding stuff that we have to go outside for. I'd love to see in the game directly. I should not have to go to a YouTube channel to look up how to use a charge blade. There should be tutorialization for each weapon in the game that is more than just an arena area where you can go in and fuck around with the weapon. Yeah. There should also be that. Partner with, con- partner with
0: content creators and just put that shit, put in, that the shit in the actual Put in the game.
2: game directly. Battlefield does that now. Um, or just have characters in the game be like, all right, this is a charge blade. It's kind of tough to use, but like, let me break it down for you. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Like have a mission designed to get me to use the hammer. Have mm-hmm. a mission that I like, can, optional mission to let me use the twin blades. Have an optional mission to let me use the gun lance.
3: My question would be, what makes it about, what about Monster Hunter makes you want that information more in the game rather than looking at like a soul's
2: I think the big one for me Because is, so much
3: of that is extra So I
2: don't what I don't want is I don't necessarily want there to be like a YouTube video in the game to where like, oh, this is how you beat the Anginath. <laughs> But I do want there to be missions that encourage because I uh, the best way for me to learn if I would like a weapon is to use the weapon. Yeah. And I did a. But lot... But that's the
3: thing with with the Souls games is that you 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 the risk you're taking is you just buy it. Right. Like but this, you... this
2: game doesn't have this. Every game, you start with all the weapons. Right, right. 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 And so I just want there to be a mission at the beginning of the game that is like go fight this low level enemy
3: with a and do
2: six uppercuts with this with the the switch axe.
3: That's true. Yeah. You know
2: like make sure you know, get your your katana your long sword up to the top level twice. Um totally optional, but like it would be a really great way to get to go from like the starter item to the next level up or something mm-hmm. and then like gives you just enough of a thing to like mess around with the weapon and see if you like it. Obviously you mm-hmm. can do that by yourself. Yeah. But I mean we were talking about this on the regular podcast today that that the smash kind of encourages you to jump from character to character. Yeah. As it unlocks stuff. Uh, and you could do that by yourself. You could yeah. just do it. Um, but I, I would love to have anything that encourages that. Because that would, part of this is just it lowers the barrier of entry a little bit Yeah, more. without
3: risk. You're not right. like pouring money. Three hours,
2: or right, to upgrade a weapon to, to only learn you don't like it. Yeah. Um, like Patrick did with Twin So that would be a big one for me. Yeah. For sure. Um, and then I think the last one is one that we've not talked about at all, is like make the multiplayer completely seamless. Do you remember how bullshit some of that multiplayer stuff is So we did not talk about at all? Like, if you're going into a story mission, you have to see the cutscene first before you go fight the boss together.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was
2: bad. I don't know if they fixed any of that stuff. Maybe they did, because we have not followed the game since then. But, like, they need to make that stuff drop in, drop out. Let me just, like... Be with my bud, see all the cutscenes. Ideally, integrate both of our characters into cutscenes together because those are fun. Yeah. Um. All that stuff would be it was like so weird that it wasn't. Yeah, just I just like remember
3: that. matchmaking in general like was convoluted well, at like, the get go.
2: We never joined a guild together. It was a hatchet. You and I wanted to join Brad from Giant Bomb. Yeah. But he's the only one who could send an invite. There was no way that he could deputize someone to send um, invite. Well, also, you
0: had to be you had to play together to yes, get the invite. Yes, you couldn't just. You, you had to be physically, you know, digitally, like your characters around each other to get the invite. And we just never, I never played with Brad. It just not work just out. And yeah. I imagine if we
2: had done that, we may have beaten that game. If there had been oh yeah. lot, I could just jump yeah. in with, a, with another person in my clan and just blah, yeah. blah, blah. blah. Yeah. Like I got through all the Destiny 2 stuff at launch because I had that. I, you know, there's so many games where I was just like having that backbone mm-hmm. allowed me to do that stuff. Mm, um, and, yeah. and so that's a big one. Like, I think that fixing some of that stuff, that they have such a good base game here mm-hmm. that a lot of those features on the side mm-hmm. would help lift it up to a higher level for me. Mm-hmm. How about you, Patrick? Do
0: you have a, a wish list? Uh, yeah, for like, the grind stuff, I'm not a fan of. I don't have, like, specific recommendations, but I'd like to see. And also, it's so intrinsic to the game yeah. and what peop- a lot of people derive pleasure out of that I don't even know if that's a reasonable ask, necessarily, because I just don't expect it to to change. But I would say, like, what something they could do that doesn't interrupt that flow, necessarily, is... I would like more things to do on those repetitive runs, right. right? Like, so often when you're going off on a quest, there's just not much to do in the area other than, yeah. you know, like, oh, kill, like, 15 small babies, I guess. Like, kill, you know, the small monsters or however they mm-hmm. characterize yeah. it. Like, I would like more vari- more interesting variety in the optional side quest content that you're doing on the way to do the repetitive uh, uh, so grindy content, I think that would go a long way to alleviating some of my concerns, and also just more transparency on the drops. I just love if there are ways to like hone in a little bit more on specific things because that's just the the uh, the problem I ran into. Um, so those those are the things that I think about that are are manageable for uh, stuff going going forward. Yeah, do you have I anything think mine really?
3: have to do with like? identifying where resources come from Mm. like i remember having a lot of trouble like knowing that i had to find a certain fucking like flying thing and then like searching throughout an area and just never being able to locate it and then having to load back in to try and see if i can like come across one more easily so i think having some sort and i remember the the system is like it like shows you it was like that footprint thing where like you could like follow footprints or whatever to the thing that you're looking for but in terms of like just wanting to find like basic resources around you I think that could have been a little bit cleaner and then the other one for me is really just like and this is more of a narrative thing is just engaging with the ecosystem, ecosystem itself more and just having more of a like mutual relationship there because it definitely felt very one-sided in which, like, I was enacting upon the ecosystem and it would just regenerate itself for yeah. me. Like, seeing the monsters interact with each other, I think, was, like, a huge like, plus And, mm-hmm. like, was a huge, like, win for, for me. But not feeling my impact and just having the game kind of regenerate itself for me, the player, I would have, in a game about, like, Specifically interacting with the ecosystems and stuff like that, I would have liked to see it materialize that a little bit more. So that was that would be a big one for me. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Also, if the interactions between the creatures could just be expanded Please. to be a greater variety of just interactions, because that moment, you know, that you talked about, Austin, was I think for a lot of people, like, a, oh, like holy shit, like that's really cool. And then, you know, thirty hours later, you've seen that one the same bunch. interactions, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and so. Just expand. One like of my have something favorite there. moments was the that.
2: moments when new monsters would show up into old environments. Yep. The the Bagel yep. Goose, the Beetlejuice, whatever the fuck it's called, <laughs> yeah. yes. shows up and yes. starts dropping yes. bombs in the middle of fights. Like, yo, what? <laughs> it's one, poop, it's bombs. poop bombs dropping. What's going on? More of that. Where are we dropping, <laughs> boys? More poop bombs. <laughs> yes, absolutely. All right. So on that note, uh, that's going to do it for us, uh, as always. Thank you, Natalie. Where can people find you on Twitter?
3: Uh, at Natalie Watson.
2: Patrick, how about you?
0: At Patrick Klubik.
2: you can find me on twitter at austin underscore walker you can find waypoint twitter.com slash waypoint shout out to Cotto for doing production you can find Cotto at a a underscore Kado underscore peers and shout outs to uh to mellow who's doing some some music for us we're gonna either grab a track of his or there will be a custom one we'll see uh you can find out about about mellow's music at mellow makes m-e-l-l-o makes on twitter or at two the number two mellow makes so shout outs to mellow Uh, We'll be back tomorrow or the next day. We're going to have just a ton of podcasts going up over the next couple of weeks. Um, So look forward to those. I I don't know what our exact schedule is going to be yet in terms of when things are slotting out. It's going to, it might shift and change based on other people's recording schedules. So no promises on that yet, but there's going to be a ton of stuff in the feed. I hope you enjoy it all. Uh, Thank you for for listening Uh, until next time. Peace.